ain't no money in poetry That's what sets a poet free I've had all the freedom I can stand You got your cold dog soup and rainbow pie All it takes to get me by Fool my belly till the day I die Cold dog soup and rainbow pie Welcome back to another edition of Cold Dog Soup, brought to you by the Throw the Flag Network, your podcast that caters to a very specific fetish, and today's specification are people that hate Fiona Apple and love eggs. Enjoy. Ginsburg and Kerouac, shooting dice and playing rambling jazz guitar, with a cowboy painting on the pickguard on it. Hello. And welcome to Poetry in Lotion, where prose is made to be slathered. You know, they say an apple a day keeps the doctor away, but it does nothing to quell the rage inside the conscious creative, as we find out right now. Bite me and die, Fiona Apple. Bite me and die, Fiona Apple. You're not creative or artistic. I hate your music and I hate your attitude. And if you make another album or video, I think I will slash my wrist with a butter knife. Bite me and die, Fiona Apple. I bet you never even met Maya Angelou. She sure as hell doesn't know who you are. A 90-word title. What will you think of next? Colin Gray is a much better poet than you, bitch. I like to thank MTV. This world world is bullshit. Go with your self. Maya Angelou said that we, we as human beings... That poppy, you're a weird, um, age indeterminate female artist that Sean Majors absolutely loves. I like that one which song. Which is very confusing. I like that one song. When you apply those same metrics to Miss Fiona Apple, thank you for including They're that. about the same. But Sean Majors has really taken a hard stance against Fiona Apple. And I, for the life of me, do not know why. Um,. Sean, seems like you got some splaining to do here, buddy. Well, you know, in my old age, in the what we've probably decided has been anywhere from 17 to 19 years since I wrote these masterpieces, I don't mind Fiona Apple. I think Paper Bag is a great song. Obviously, Criminal was, was probably a, a turning point in every young boy's life. Uh, I just probably decided I did not like Fiona Apple because that was the cool thing to do back then. Yeah, I was well, kind of curious. I was wondering maybe was the girl that you had a crush on like 
and she besmirched you. She liked Fiona Apple, but since like this Doug Ashley, you were like, oh, I can't like her because she doesn't like me, so I've got to dislike everything that she likes. I thought maybe that's you where know, the impetus of this came from. You are a, a, a quixotic individual. You have a curious mind. You come up with these great creative questions. But no, I just I just wanted to tell Fiona Apple to bite me and die. <laughs> Which again, I do not advocate here in 2017. So the 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 Fiona Apple acceptance speech that you reference so eloquently, which was very very popular to hate on back then. Absolutely. Was 1997. Ooh. Do you think you wrote this around that time? No, probably not immediately afterward. I mean, you know, if if yeah, if you read if you read that line and knew exactly what it was... See, I didn't know what that was. What, what are you guys talking about? Was this like a Grammy Award or there something? There's this extremely pretentious acceptance speech that Fiona Apple gives after she wins like an MTV like music award. Okay. Yeah, she wins a Moon Man. She's holding a Moon Man as she's giving this speech. Okay. And and her sorry. Go ahead, Sean. I've, I've interrupted you. Go ahead. She by the way, fucking fantastic Maya Angelou impression. Not bad. <laughs> Second to only the great David Allen Greer on SNL. Not bad either. <laughs> she gave she gave this long rambling speech about how award shows are stupid and pretentious and the way Hollywood is bullshit and. Blah, 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 and I guess she thought she was, you know, going to change. Holier than thou. Yeah. Music can change the world, and this yeah. award show doesn't, or something. Yeah, I get it. She's um, an artist. You know, didn't thank the record label that took a chance on her, didn't take probably her team of songwriters that helped her produce her album, didn't thank her studio musicians, anything like that. So, I think that's... Part of... Probably what really turned everybody off, including... Which, it... Anywhere Sean's description is... Johnny Baby. <laughs> Sean's description is is accurate, given given how the speech was received, and I had about the same recollection of it. But when I went back and listened to it, she said, "I know there's a lot of people that I should thank, or I should thank, and I, I do thank all those people. But I need to use this time for something bigger." And then she says, "My Angelo said you can you can create opportunities," and she goes on to say that there's a lot of people at home watching, and you know basically. Uh, judging how they should feel about themselves or how they should look on what they see at this award show. And she's saying, well, that's kind of bullshit. Um, just be yourself. And, you know, then she does go on to thank some people that, that mean a lot to her. So I, I don't know what got into all of us, <laughs> um, because I certainly remember that speech and everything. And, oh, God, this broad. Um, but it was not that bad in retrospect at all. And it certainly didn't merit this uh this attack this vicious attack <laughs> oh i'm sorry were you saying that a an individual a creative individual just was speaking his or her mind and did not deserve people's knee jerk <laughs> vicious vitriolic yeah bile ridden attacks Matt absolutely Hankins? you cool. said a creative so I, person right I, <laughs> <laughs> Man, I was going to say it must be hard looking in the mirror, but that zing back is uh, pretty good. Well, I have a question. Um, so I have just picked a whole field of oopsie-daisies. I, I, I like a lot of just... What, what I appreciate about this podcast is it lets people put themselves out there. You know, you, you try to create something. Sure. And if and, you would like to submit your own work to Cold Dog Soup, 
please email us at ttfnetwork at gmail.com. I should probably check that email. Yes, we would love to hear from other people and them putting themselves out there. But I thought what 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 I usually like about looking at these poems and these works is people putting themselves out there. I thought that game would recognize game. I wouldn't think another <laughs> artist would slam another artist in such a vicious fashion. That's why I, on initial first glance, I did not care for the poem because I thought it was too... It's not personal, but it's definitely vindictive. It is vindictive. I, I don't think Fiona Apple deserves it, but you know what? You gotta punch up in this world, and at the time, I was not at the same level as Fiona Apple. Right. At the time. At the time. At the time. And, you know, maybe it was one of those things where, you know, little James started a beef with Jay-Z. I is got little you. James a rapper, Hankins? <laughs> not one I'm aware of. But, <laughs> little James? What about Big Bun B? <laughs> sorry, sorry, Chris. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was, I was going to take us through <laughs> the, first, the first part of the poem. I do like the... The imagery of the apple and biting the apple. I mean, you get right to it. I mean, her last name is Apple, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. You, I did you not say intend that. You did not intend that. No, no. Because I thought maybe <laughs> you wanted to go with some sort of Adam and Eve scenario where she's presenting you the apple, or you're presenting her the real apple. You are tempting you. her and or she, something. And she has provided us the original sin of spitting in the face of somebody giving you an award. Yeah, she's the worm in the apple. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. But it, uh, doesn't, to doesn't, it doesn't necessarily go there. It, I think that imagery could have been explored in a little bit more detail. Um, a missed opportunity. Rare missed opportunity. So the 90-word title that you reference is mm-hmm. commonly referred to as Win the Pawn. That's the record that has a 90-word title. Correct. Um, and you accurately point that out. I can't even say that that's not something I still find a little silly. Um, but that was released in November of 99. Oh. oh. And the... Well, the speech was two years prior in 97. Mm-hmm. So I'm really wanting to get to the heart of why you held the grudge for so long. Because you, you had time to turn it around. Do you think the 90-word title was re- what really put you over the edge? Yeah, I'm thinking these things may have compounded on each other. You know, it and took may, two before you had to that just may have let been it all it. out. But again, I mean, it's not about holding a grudge about this. If you look up, you know, a video on YouTube uh, produced... You know, like a top ten list of the most annoying award speeches or something like that. This is going to be on it. If it's produced in 2017, it's going to be Absolutely. On it. It's not a matter of Absolutely. holding a grudge. It's a matter uh, of no, having a razor-sharp is... memory. Oh, God. And being able to employ that extensive library of knowledge <laughs> to entertainment, to, you know... Again, putting yourself on a, on, a, on a piece of paper, on a slice of pyrus, as us writers like to call it. <laughs> speaking of slice, <laughs> speaking of slice, you're going to do this, you're going to kill yourself with a butter knife, which I thought was a very, very distinct choice to make. Um, yeah. You wanted to make this as hard on yourself as possible. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like when uh, Alan Rickman, as, as the sheriff of Nottingham in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, oh, yeah. says, dig his heart out with a spoon, and when asked why a spoon said because it'll last longer but why would you want this to last longer you hate everything that this lady did why would you inflict more pain upon yourself you're not cutting her you're cutting yourself maybe i just you're gonna show her yeah i guess maybe i just wanted a beautiful exit (laughs) (laughs) 
I yes. mean, I get you would use the butter knife to slice the apple, as it were, but to slice yourself? I, I, I don't know. There, another missed opportunity. 0 for 2 so far. It, oh, oh, man. The, Better watch out. It, it takes really out, something. Which is rare. To, it's going to be a I know, rare, I know, man. A rare Uh-oh. strikeout. I, I'm something like 5-0 and oh with you. Yeah, this is not looking yeah, good. Yeah, it's not looking good. This is great. Well, clearly, this is, this is a more whimsical, you know, tongue-in-cheek... Obviously, I'm not like, oh, I hate her so much, I'm just going to write this down. I'm If I could find the light switch, I'd be out of here. I <laughs> was probably just bored and wanted to write something down. Well, th- that's what I wanted to get to, because this, and coupled with the next thing that we're going to hear, um, I don't think either of these sound like you. No, they're not. These are, so, I the, the one that we'll get to next, I think, was an actual assignment to write something... Outside the box, you know, something stupid. Write something stupid and, and not accomplished. A plus work. And not and not not legitimate fucking gold on a slice of papyrus, as we writers like to call it. Well, I, I've got a question. It's about the the closing two lines. Sure. Because my first question. Well, I'll, I'll read the line. It says, "Colin Gray is a much better poet than you, bitch." <laughs> My first question is, and I, I, you know, I'm not as musically inclined as you and Hankins. Is Colin Gray like a music person? Or, no, no, or never heard it? of him, Creel. Okay, never heard of Good. him. Couldn't find him in Google. Colin Gray is uh, a friend of mine that went to Huntsville High School at the, at the time. Bing, bang, nailed it. I was researching Colin Gray because I was like, I want to understand what he's saying. I was like, I don't. I see Colin Gray. There's a, a professor that's pretty famous, but he, I don't see anything about poetry. Um, I don't see any works that I've ever heard of by Colin Gray. Um, I think this is just a dude Sean knows. And I was going to ask you what your favorite Colin Gray poem is. But I'm sure you don't remember it because it's just a dude. Yeah, no, I I don't think I've ever read a poem by Colin Gray. I think it was just, uh, you know. I will say, fun fact about Colin Gray. I slept over his house one time and left my copy of Cake, Motorcade of Generosity, which was the first cake album that no one knows about oh and, he's deep with cake and my vhs copies of the negotiator starring kevin spacey and sam sam and jackson right and the rock did you ever get them back or are they still over the never got it back they're still oh. probably at his parents house i definitely repurchased the rock on vhs and then again on dvd once i upgraded my technology but you know well, I'm Never got it back. curious, like, so is this poem, was it written for Colin Gray? Did he read this or ever see Colin this? Colin Gray, or just, uh, I, I may have, I, like, shared it with him. Who knows? Okay. But, well, all right, now... We are at different schools, though, so it's not like... Yeah, a, very rarely, I, I don't recall any sort of provocative language, but the bitch line, yeah, it takes it from... I, I regret it. I regret it right. a lot. I it's Well, it's, he also called Amy a bitch, too. Oh, okay. No, no, no. No. The no. narrator called the narrator Amy a bitch. The narrator Excuse called... Me. The narrator explained that Amy asked why the narrator called her a bitch. Ah. <laughs> and as mm. we as we found out from episode one of Cold Dog Soup, God knows what was going through any of their heads. True. True. I but mean, you really... I mean, this is followed by... Colin Gray is a much better poet than you, dot, 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 capital B. Yeah. 
Yeah, bitch. that's a, that's a hard B. It's a hard B. Again, <laughs> it's, it's hard. I have I have no excuse. There's no excuse for using that kind of language. Uh, it's it's a it's a word I try to get away from specifically when when talking about women here in 2017, and it's uh, it's not something I like to see from Sean at any age. You know what? I think you've redeemed yourself. Thank you. The self-reflection, the yeah. uh, thank, thank you, Matt. Yeah. Knowing where a wrong has been occurred and then writing mm-hmm. that wrong. Mm-hmm. I think this poem is completely about redemption. <laughs> a la, a la the Adam and Eve story, which oh. relates us to the apple. You Man's are a Bible scholar. Fall from grace, and then uh, it's all about redemption after that. So I think that Dang. this hits that checkbox for me. This is a home run. I will say, all jokes aside, Krill, you could bullshit your way to a legitimate art critic career. Career as an art critic. Ooh, I like it. I can. I like art. As I as I mentioned last week, uh, last week, I remember in an art history class we learned about Marcel Duchamp's The Fountain, which is just a urinal that he found, tilted it upright. <clears throat> so there's like it's basically a, a triangle with the t- with the you know pointing in at the bottom. And the lecture that I listened to in art history was questioning, you know, it has three points. Did he mean to say something about the Holy Trinity? You know, if so, blah, 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 blah. So. It could happen, is what you're saying. I just got to put myself out there like you have done Exactly, today. man. Start a start a, a site on Medium or, or you know start a blog on Medium or something like that. Hankins, do you think I have a career, a future career in this, or should I just stop? Krill, I think you have a career in breaking my heart <laughs> every single week. You have sided once again with a lying liar who lies, a lying liar who wrote in this poem that if Fiona Apple made another album or video, he would be slitting his wrist with a butter knife. I know of several additional Fiona Apple songs and videos so i challenge you sean majors to do (laughs) as you have written she changed you know she changed my heart do you think she saw this and she oh oh okay she changed my mind her her cover of i want you by elvis costello the live video of her doing that multibane Spicy meatball. It's a spicy meatball. It's a spicy. I saw Elvis Costello do that once, and I wanted to make love to him. So Mm. I'm not even here to consider. I've never seen that, and never will, because you you know my stance on those kinds of things, Sean. Yeah, it's not that good. It's not that good. I didn't come here for any kind of craving. I'm 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 not here for that. (laughs) That's why I've never finished a Kathleen Edwards video. Just never can't get can't get all the way through. Have to just close my eyes at some point. If I find some work in here where you badmouth her, me and you are squaring up, my friend. (laughs) I didn't know questions asked. I didn't know about Kathleen Edwards till I met you. How many of these poems do you have, by the way? When do we start? When does the vault? When does it go dry? When does the the pump? Oh, dude, we've got. I've got another. I've read. Um, I've only read from four pages, and I crammed a lot pages, into one yeah. slice of papyrus. As I got of those four pages, I might pop. have read, I might have read the entirety of one. So there's another. I'm going to estimate forty poems. Wow, I mean that that that's I think that's impressive though to have that much work out there a big 40 I, I do too Krill I think it's impressive too <laughs> to, to write so much and not one of them be good 
I mean, you know, it's kind of like when the Lions went 0-16. That in and of itself is an accomplishment. Well, we'll go ahead and read this. And, you know, for this one, Creel, I think since you gave such a, a passionate defense of, of my work, I'd like to hand it over to you. To oh, read it wow. Yourself. This is a first. It is a first. And an honor. <laughs> Thank you. All right. And you're welcome. Slice of papyrus. Bite Me and Die, Fiona Apple, by Sean Majors. Bite Me and Die, Fiona Apple. You're not creative or artistic. I hate your music, and I hate your attitude. And if you ever make another album or video, I think I will slash my wrists with a butter knife. Bite Me and Die, Fiona Apple. I'll bet you've never even met Maya Angelou. She sure as hell doesn't know who you are. A 90-word title? What won't you think of next? Colin Gray is a much better poet than you, bitch. (laughs) I'd like to thank MTV. This world is bullshit. Go with yourself. An incredible take on a modern classic. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, the wiggling Sean Majors is trying to wiggle out of this. So we're going to punch you right in the mouth with a second dose (laughs) of his work. And it's coming up right now. One way of looking at an egg. I, my love's misshapen head. And she left me? I never noticed that crack on her forehead before. Now I know why she wanted me. To call her Humpty Dumpty And why she tasted so good With salt and pepper
That is a doozy right there, boys. Um, As soon as I read this, though, like, I I hadn't, I I read it one time and I knew exactly what it put me in the mind of. And that put me in a very precarious place. Because I said to myself, if this was a They Might Be Giants song. Fuck you, dude. I would probably, I might not like it, but I would at least accept it, you know, as a thing. But because it's Sean, (laughs) I was very confused by these feelings. (laughs) But it reinforced what I thought after reading Fiona Apple was, this also does not sound like you, as at least as a writer. I know you to be a person who loves that band, but this doesn't sound like you're writing at all. So you think this might have been a school assignment? I think it it was it was a school assignment, and it it may have even been like I don't know. I mean, it's not some. I don't. I honestly, I can't remember. This is, you know, the, the cobwebs they grow and they don't go away after after almost two decades. I think is he writing that down, Creel? He is. <laughs> oh shit! I'm typing it down on Notepad. Thank you very much. <laughs> I so the thing is, Hankins and. I need to start listening to the stuff that you put after these songs when you produce them very well. It's very important. It always has a tie-in somewhere. There is a theme, yes. And I can't tell if how how you're recording it is leading me to, you know, oh, that sounds like they might be giants. But when I was listening to this, I wanted to say, you know what? Fuck Hankins. Because, <laughs> bitch. Because, <laughs> because if this was They Might Be Giants, a band both you and I love very much, sings quirky songs, famous to famous to the laymans as the uh, the band who did the Malcolm, Malcolm in the, the Middle, Middle song. Life is unfair. Uh-huh. Um, has songs by the title of uh, Exquisite Dead Guy, Birdhouse in Your Soul. This is no different. This is no different than the genius of They Might Be Giants. TMBG for this. I, I kind of have to agree with that because... Uh, thank you, Creel. This poem, I, I I think I'm on board with this being just sort of a silly freelance... It's all it is. It's all it is. Freelance work because Blank compared, verse. compared to your other work, and I'm not using quotes around the word work, compared <laughs> with your other work that oh, we've because discussed... because it's pleasure was, to put these down. Um, compared with everything else, it's so different, vastly different than the mm-hmm. structure and, and the way the other poems go that this one's, it has to be read in such a manner that's whimsical and fancy. Of course, and, of course. You know, just, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, I am nothing if not a versatile creator. True. So, oh God, here we go. True. We, I was letting him have a pass on this one, but he's going to talk me into beating him up. <laughs> um, go I ahead. will go ahead. I will own up to I misspelled misshapen. <laughs> it's not a hyphenated two words, and if it is, well, while you would put while two we're s's and miss. I didn't want to be too nitpicky, but did you? What should that first line read? I love my love's misshapen head. Yeah, no. I, I thought that was a Roman numeral one. Like this is stanza one, and there was no, like a yeah, Roman yeah, yeah. Two or Actually, something. it might Hankins. You only gave us this one <clears throat> little snippet. Oh, God, there's, if there's there, another part to this. Is there? There are no other parts to this, and what I gave this you? is it. There is a okay. there is a, a, a hard underline, and above below it is a poem called "Make Me Sick." That oh. um, does <laughs> does what the title implies. <laughs> oh no. 
Well, since this is all we have to oh, work with, God. can I, I? I don't know if I should pose this question to you or the narrator. <laughs> there was no real life woman that this okay. was about. The is it weird is, to call a high school girl a woman if I was that age too? A little bit. What is the less creepy route I girl? can take? Okay, it's... that's not creepy when you're when you're that age. Okay, okay. Yeah, just say piece of tang, and I think that covers all your bases. That would cover it. So my question to the narrator is. Are we talking about, uh, well, no, what came first, narrator, the chicken <laughs> or the egg? Because I, I don't know if this poem is about metamorphosis of the egg into a chick into a chicken, if that's sort of the path Man. we're going on here, or I mean, if we're just talking about an egg. I mean, that's a very David Lynchian journey that you just took us on. Right. You know? Um, no, I think... I think I, I, with the first line, you're making a declarative statement. My love's misshapen head. So it's in the shape of an egg, right? We're introducing you to the fact that my love has a misshapen head. And do you mean that, like, special needs? Like, she has to wear a helmet? Probably not. You know, some people just have weird misshapen crack. heads, you know? And she left you. And she left me. The gall. She left this, me? <laughs> Question mark, exclamation deformed. point, question mark. That yeah, is I'm a tarot bang followed by uh, a question mark. Yeah, I'm really glad I, I moved on to just the intero bang, which is the question mark, <laughs> exclamation point. Exclamation That's a sandwich point. right there. Um, that is an exclamation point sandwich. Mm-hmm. So you I love... wish there... Sorry, I wish the ahead, big parts of the day. I wish that in big parts of the day, I wasn't just walking around saying, "And she left me." It's <laughs> I was about infected to say, my own brain. <laughs> I was about to say those four syllables are going to play a very, a very big part in our in our friendship moving forward. I would agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> but Crew, you were about to say something. Well, what? Uh, so we've we've established a sort of story with Sean in high school that you know he wasn't necessarily a ladies' man, but he kept trying. Oh, 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 nail on the head. Here we actually have a girl that's that likes him, and Sean's it's his love. She's a little bit deformed, Mm -hmm. but (laughs) special needs according to some. She leaves Sean, and she left me. You know, I think I think it's a guy who, or a girl, who, or narrator who, is dealing with the sudden loss of a relationship with somebody he felt very deeply about and he is looking anywhere to find a flaw like shallow how yes he's he's looking at this egg in one particular way she this 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 narrator's partner probably had a banging rest of his or her body sure well, she's As a if, she. We know that she's a she. You don't. You don't have. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She. Everything but her face. You might say. As if Hey-o. we live in. As if we live in a gender binary society. Of course. But yeah, she, uh, she probably she probably was perfect, and she probably found out that she was not. Really, she was really trading down in the. She was slumming it in this relationship. Ooh. So she left him. Uh, and he's probably trying to find any imperfection that he yes, can. Yes. Be like, Psh, did you see the shape of her head? She left me. And she left me. <laughs> Make a little birdhouse in your soul. <laughs> well, I, I will say that. Don't tell him, but the backing track is from a an old old. They might be giants promotional tape. 
um, that was never released. So this essentially is now a They Might Be Giants song. <laughs> um, I, I would like to, to ask you why you Please. made the choice. I'm an open book. I'm an open book of fantastic to poetry. remove and catch up from look poem. look we're not there yet man that is the last line of this yeah the, the masterpiece next, we'll, we'll save that cause we're the, on line two the next part is sort of what we were alluding to earlier it says i never noticed that crack on her forehead before so it's like you said is everything had gone perfect he thought the world of her exactly she breaks up with me exactly and now he's noticing these flaws that Maybe he didn't care about because the relationship meant more to him than these imperfections. It would be like if you and I suddenly our our friendship dissolved, and 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 I would be like, man, all the small little habits that you know didn't. Yeah, I'd be like, man, yeah. this guy had, answered prayers, guys. Answered prayers. Had world class taste in poetry, of course, <laughs> naturally. Handsome, smart, funny. He owns a great pair of, a pair of headphones. I declare, this is sounding like a great first date. But man, his windows in his car, they too tinted, son. <laughs> and he left me? <laughs> That's what it would be like. That's what it's sort of like. You know, and maybe you had a cracked headlight or something like that in your car too. So that would be the crack on the forehead. True. You know. True. But again, wonderful taste. I can't believe the name of this poem isn't Cracked Headlight, to be quite honest. <laughs> and one headlight. Um, they... <laughs> I definitely signed... I, okay, I, I have to say two things. I, I love Just the wolf going, so much. I Me too, me too. Definitely used several quotes from the wallflowers in like seventh and eighth grade yearbooks okay when i signed them well that's and number two matt said something earlier on the the term answered prayers i titled that short story that i was talking about last week or two weeks ago about the guy mining riding the motorcycle oh okay okay it was called The Unanswered Prayer, and it was basically a novelization of the Garth Brooks song, I was gonna say, Unanswered Garth Brooks Prayers. I right? Yep. <laughs> but hey, guys, technically the last one, I used original words from a recording artist, so I can't say it about the last one. But this one, I don't think there's any... Any plagiarism. Any, well, any, any repurposing of gotcha. language, gotcha. either referenced or not. Did she? Why did she? I was really good at my last job, you guys. Um, like you didn't notice the crack in her forehead, and you had been calling her Humpty Dumpty. The narrator had been calling her Humpty Dumpty this whole time. Why no. did he take her break it up with him before he realized? Hey, that's why. No, I'm the narrator's the narrator's so not calling her Humpty Dumpty. Now it finally dawns on him after noticing all of these imperfections up, up north no, of her no. neck. Now she I know why him. she wanted me to call her Humpty Dumpty. Yeah. Because of all these egg references and the cracks. It's like, hey, Susan, you want to go to the movies on Friday night? Eh, call me Humpty Dumpty. Do you... well, that's not a saying. That is not a saying. I was, I thought it was... <laughs> I'm not saying it's a saying. What are saying. talking about? <laughs> See, the, the only connection that, that I thought of this... <laughs> I fucking quit, man. The, the, I fucking quit. You know something... Go ahead. The original Humpty Dumpty poem is very short. It's like Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. 
all of the King's Horsemen, and, and he all shows the up in that fucking Geico commercial, creeping me out. Together, of couldn't put minutes. him back together again. So there's an egg illusion with Humpty Dumpty, right? And the the tale of Humpty Dumpty is that he's up on his precipice. He's balanced, and he shouldn't be up there to be. He should not up be up there. Not unlike the narrator being up there with this woman. Ah, and then Humpty Dumpty has a great fall, and nobody could put her ba- could put him back together again. Oh. So you're saying that this girl's got flaws, and she's never going to be herself again because of these flaws. But the egg is cracked. It's ruined once that egg is cracked. It goes. It goes bad. From the viewpoint of the narrator. Okay. But the egg yeah. was good the whole time, though. No, 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 no. It had it was misshapen. Yeah, because it's an beginning. egg. No, no, no. Again, guys, this girl's fine. This girl's doing oh, great. Okay. okay, she's gonna make it. But she's up which on that is wall, another though. Garth Brooks song. However, she's up on that wall. She's up. She, she's up on that wall. He's finding these flaws, and they're completely. And does he push her over the wall? No, she doesn't. That's Humpty Dumpty. She doesn't <laughs> die. The relationship dies. <laughs> But also, you're saying the narrator is saying that she was lose a my good mind. egg. I mean, right. the last line is she tasted good with salt and pepper, and then ketchup was omitted. What if he was just banging an egg this entire time? Well, that's what it, entirely also, possible. Scramble them eggs. I'm curious as to why you used white out twice and then scribbled <laughs> twice. Did you just run out of white out? Wait, where's the second white out? Up by the word now and like so, the... So three times, I, I would say. So There's uh, one now, like here I, and then there. Oh, then oh, 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 guys, guys, guys. You know what? This only leads to more questions. The white out next to now, I whited out the Roman numeral two. Oh, so this was like a continuing sort of story or set of lyrics i think i was just roman numerically (laughs) numbering the stanzas and then whited out two which means there's no reason for number one (laughs) hey 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 hey, creel what do you think i was trying to say with that the roman numerals no just the fact that i got rid of two and that there's one there's only one there's only one well, that's interesting. What came first, the chicken or the egg, mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. a timeless tale. It is, it is. But there can only be one egg to begin with. So the answer is one egg. That's you, why the Roman numeral one is there. You were like Jeff Goldblum in Independence Day, where you're like, oh, I'm, I'm not 100% sure. I'm going to catch though, a cold. Computer virus. Not, that's how we're going to kill the aliens. I'm not 100% sure that there's also not white out over the numeral one. Oh, and then I rewrote one? That's that's what I think. I'm, I'm well, not ready to say that for sure, but there's certainly well, the, discoloration around the Roman numeral one. There, it's definitely not I, because there are at least, I'm I mean, looking at big, two other eyes, and I, big, I, 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 don't, I don't put the, the top and the bottom over the eyes. Well, My eyes look correct. like lo- lowercase. It's case interesting else. that the, the name of the poem is One Way mm-hmm. of Looking mm-hmm. at an Egg. And then mm. all we have here is one. There Roman it is, Creel. You know what? I asked you. There is no second way. You this know what? is the only way right here. You know what? Here. I gave you. I gave you. I figured it I out. I gave you a sniff of, of, of that lost, of that dead body's uh, shirt. And, and I you went. Followed it, man. <laughs> followed that all the way around. You found it. You found have it. Have you ever seen, like, they try, to, they try to throw salt and pepper to, like, throw the dog off But the not scent, ketchup, but which not... is why I scribbled yes. it out. A zillion points. High five. We figured it out. On the next episode of Poetry Bloodhound, <laughs> I don't want. Krill takes on this. the case of Colin Gray. 
Is he a person or not? Ooh. Or is it Sean's <laughs> student? I love you guys. Well, I'm curious at the very end, the last two lines. Uh, and why she tasted so good with salt and pepper. Well, is this some sort of, uh, I don't want to be too crass, but some sort of you don't have to. I think everybody knows where scenario you're going. of him going down on a girl. No, and it I didn't think, turn out again, well, so he had to spice it up. Again, this is a this is with spices. This is a spices. This is a, a they might be giants, very PG rated poem. Wink, so yeah. no, 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 it's not. Poem. It's it's just it's it's quirky. It's it's fun. It's short. It gets in and out. It gets the job done while it's doing it. And you're like, damn, my life is better from being exposed to One Way of Looking at an Egg by Sean Majors. And at that, you should probably just go ahead and read it because there's literally nothing left to say. One Way of Looking at an Egg by Sean Majors and probably Garth Brooks. My love's misshapen head. And she left me. I never noticed that crack on her forehead before. Now I know why she wanted to call me shit. My love's misshapen head. (laughs) And she left me. I never noticed that crack on her forehead before. Now I know why she wanted me to call her Humpty Dumpty. A saying. (laughs) And why she tasted so good with salt and pepper. Well, folks, I've been getting beat up around here for a couple of weeks straight. And I think the tide is finally turning my way. RTR. It is smooth sailing for me <laughs> from now on. Nothing is going to break a my stride. And nothing <laughs> should stop you from sending your own works to <clears throat> ttfnetwork at gmail.com. And you're going to check it this week. And I'm going to check that email. You can subscribe to our other podcast if you like college football. Uh... Patreon.com slash TTF if you like what, what you're listening to. Even a buck a month could be one way of looking at an egg. Hankins, can I get a hard she left me before we leave? Well, folks. Just to, for I a baseline. I monkey, so I don't do what Sean tells me to do. <laughs> can our, but can our, we're going uh, to leave you. <laughs> and she left me? This is Cold Dog Soup. We will see you in a week. That's what sets the boy free. I've had all the freedom I can stand. You got your cold dog soup and rainbow pie. All it takes to get me by. Fool my belly till the day I die. Cold dog soup and rainbow pie.